0: I am a data junkie, like I love analytics. I love numbers because it it just makes sense to me. And a lot of times that's where um, entrepreneurs kind of stray away from because they don't like, they feel like it's overwhelming. So one thing for me was creating my million dollar plan and being able to see like, okay, if I did, If I want to sell $100,000 worth of inventory, then I need to reach 400,000 people, you know, like just being able to see that and say, okay, what do I need to do to get there? So I love creating a plan.
1: Welcome to The Uncensored Show with your host, George Atchampal, where we share the mindset, tips, tools, strategies, and stories on how to use your money to do more of what you love and what you were called to do. Money is like gas on a road trip. Sure, you need to get where you're going, but you're not going on a tour of gas stations. Money fuels your journey. The question is, what's yours? Live life uncensored. On today's podcast, I get a chance to sit down with Adriana tuggle also known as Marketing by Monray, She's a marketing maven who has assisted several businesses to increase their sales through strategic marketing. In 2013, during her sophomore year of college, she opened her marketing agency, Rare Necessity Brand Management. She designed Rare Necessity with the intention of creating a space where creatives will have the tools and team to make their business successful. In October of 2018, she developed the Marketing by Monray brand, where she creates tools to assist small businesses to learn how to DIY their marketing. Since then, she has assisted over 6,000 businesses through her courses, free training, and her app. February 2020, Munray created the Millionaire Mob platform to assist building entrepreneurs with aligning their mind, body, soul, and of course, the bag. Munray has a passion for growing businesses through guerrilla marketing, business management, and digital marketing her passion and drive for marketing are unmatched. And I can legitimately speak to that because she's my client and she's an asset to any brand. So if you're looking to go from a six figure year to a six figure month consistently, then you absolutely want to tap into this podcast. And she teaches people how to do it every day. Um, But you're going to learn her story, how she did it and how you can do it too. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Podcast, and today we got a special guest. I feel like it's just a regular conversation because we be on Zoom meetings all month long, Uh, so this is just an extension of that. We're just inviting y'all into our conversations that we already have. Uh, But today's guest, as you heard on the on the intro, is is a powerhouse. She's absolutely killing it. Uh, We met like the end. We had our first like intro call like the end of 2019. Um, or somewhere around. matter of fact, it was like October, actually. And she's yep. like, yeah, you know, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, I'll reach back out. And then we uh, reconnected right before the year started. And then it's just been on fire ever since. So no further ado, Adriana. Y'all know her as marketing by Mon but I'm going to call her with her mama. Like, what's that movie? What's your mama call you? What's your government <laughs> name? Hey, now, I'm what's going on? How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Like I said, I know we have these Conversations all the time. So I figured, you know, might as well invite the invite the world in to listen to the marketing genius herself. right, right. Right. I'm, I'm, excited. I'm excited. Me too. Um so for the shrinking population, because you know you keep growing, more people more and more people know you, people telling me, hey, you know so and so. Yeah, I know her. what she talking about? Um, but for the shrinking population that you know doesn't know who is marketing by Monrae, who who are you? Like tell us a little bit about your story.
0: I, I am marketing by Murray. Right? Market, I do um, marketing. I'm a marketing specialist and business development coach. And my whole goal is to help businesses get to six figures using the digital marketing and Instagram specifically. So that's my, my what I do, you know. So I'm, I love it. It's so much fun.
1: Dope. So tell us a little bit about your journey. Like how did you get started? Because obviously you are doing some amazing things now, and people always like to look at the results and just like, oh my gosh, I would love to do what she's doing, but doesn't don't necessarily know the journey or the process or where you started and how you evolved. So just give us like a high level, just like, hey, this is where I started and this is how I got to where I'm at right now.
0: Yeah, so I started my business when I was 19. Um, I was a sophomore in college at the time, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I was actually majoring in accounting because I'm really good with numbers, but (laughs) I was like, this is boring. I'm not about to go work for a firm. So I actually started helping. I seen a post from a makeup artist and she was like, oh my gosh, like I need an assistant, like this is crazy. But not really like saying I'm hiring, but of course the type of person I am, I created the opportunity, you know? So I went to her and was like, hey, you need an assistant, I need a job. So, you know, let's work together or whatever. So I started working with her and not her never having an assistant before. She didn't even know what an assistant was supposed to do. You know, she just felt like she needed help. So at the time, I just did whatever I felt like I was supposed to do. So I was doing event planning. I helped her um, develop her products. Um, I helped her actually figure out what, you know, her cost of goods were and her marketing and all of those type of things. And then I kind of took a step back and I was like, dang, one, I'm doing a lot for $100 a week, but I'm, I'm also, this is bigger than just being an assistant. So um, she started telling people about me and like, oh my gosh, my assistant is, you know, amazing, da and, you know, people just like, oh, can you do it for me? So I was like, well, maybe this is what I'm supposed to do. So I started yeah. necessity brand management, which was my company at the time, and um, I just kind of went from there. So after My I graduated, I came straight to Atlanta. I left all my clients in Mississippi where I went to school. And as soon as I came to Atlanta, I just, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get a marketing job. And it's so funny when I tell this story because I said I was gonna get a marketing job and I just knew I already had a job. So I came to Atlanta, thought I had my apartment, all my stuff in my backseat. And I I go to the apartment and they tell me like, well, you didn't get approved. (laughs) So I was like, "Well, dang, am I homeless? Like, is this what homeless feels
1: like?
0: You know, like what?" Yeah. <laughs> I go to um, I go to the marketing job and figure out I'm selling flat irons in um, Krogers and bamboo pillows. I'm like, I just yeah. I did not spend thirty something thousand dollars on a degree to sell flat irons in Kroger's. So from there, I just kind of you know, just started. I started DMing people. Anybody that I felt like was in Atlanta, looked like they was in Atlanta, Um, any celebrities, any businesses, I just started DMing them and like, hey, I do marketing, you need me, and this is why. And so from there, I got my first client, which was a makeup artist, and I started working with her, and it just referrals grew. And my marketing firm just grew so tremendously and I recently made the switch over to coaching and, you know, just diving into that lane because I wanted to help more businesses. And I realized businesses, small businesses could not afford to pay me the three, $4,000 that I was charging at the time um, for my retainer. And I was like, but I want to help y'all. But I also got to pay my bills and I got to pay my staff bills. So, you know, that's kind of why I started coaching. But it's been a journey ever since. It's
1: been a journey. No, no, no. Thank you for sharing that. And so I guess my question is, when did it click for you, right? Because you transitioned from helping other people behind the scenes doing their deal. When did it click for you? It's like, you know what? There's this thing called the internet and I can make money on the internet and I can reach as many people as I want to want. Like, when did that start to like, really click for you? Because even in 2020, you'd be surprised. Like there's so many people who have not made money on the internet. Right. And like, and and I joke with her all the time, we're on a call, she's meeting with me and she's making money while she's on the phone with me. Right. I'm like, can you turn off your Shopify notifications, please. Right. So at what point did it click for you? Like, Hey, look, this internet thing is wow. I can make money all times of the day without trading my time for, it. which is probably was like a happy accident. Right. Like people can afford you. And it's like, I want to help more people. I transitioned my business model and it's like, Oh shoot. I can make way more and serve and have more impact. It's like a win-win. So, like just I'm just curious on like how that all connected for you. Was it like a happy accident, happenstance? Was it intentional? Just like kind of share that with us.
0: So it really came from experience. Like I'm gonna tell you the honest truth was at the time I really was making good money, quote unquote. I thought was good money. Six figures Mm -hmm. in my business doing marketing. But at the time I was dealing with celebrities. And they are like overgrown kids and I don't have any children. So it was just like, dang, I have to I have to call them, wake them up, get them to do this. And it would blow my mind like you got five million followers and you're not taking advantage of all right. the money that you could be making. So at the time, I just was like, if there has to be another way. One, there has to be another way for me to be my own celebrity, like me to put myself mm. on, you know, like, <laughs> like just to put myself on and because I know I'm going to get up every day and go to work. I know the work ethic that I have. I know I'm going to work. I don't have to wait on nobody. So I think that's what made me be like, okay, so there has to be another way and i started the classes actually in 2018 around black friday but it didn't make as much money as the marketing firm was making it making so it was kind of like a background thing but um i had a transition period 2019 during the summer and once that happened and my back was kind of against the wall it was just like all right i'm gonna go back to what i know that can help you know and so it just started from there really
1: yeah, which what she don't know, and I don't know if she's gonna let me do it. What she don't know, she keeps showing me like you don't gotta have, you know, I, I love what right. I do too, right? What she don't know is she gonna mess around and I'm gonna be like, hey, look, I can't be nobody's advisor no more. We can be friends, but I can't be that like uh everybody else can
0: get cut
1: off, but we- yeah, she, she still gotta still gotta have access. No, for sure. That's very that's very helpful. So one of the things that you do a lot is you teach people how they can make money like on Instagram, right? And so, my question is, with the emergence of you know TikTok and then uh, these other platforms, like, do you see any trends shifting away from Instagram? Like, if, since you make a lot of money on Instagram, is that ever like a concern for you? Like, what if Instagram like is no longer popping? Like, what is your game plan, or what do you already have in place to ensure that you still gonna get these coins regardless of what happens with the popularity of a social network?
0: me right now instagram is the main platform that i teach um but i also teach digital marketing in its totality so i tell people to get your emails up get you because you don't own instagram you know so get your emails up get your text messages up get people's phone number and because every because of the algorithm instagram can change at any point of time and people not see your posts Mm-hmm. You have an email or their contact information, you can make them see your um, your business. So, Instagram is just like one part of the puzzle. So, if it ever goes away, I'm pretty sure that you know we started with what Black Planet, then MySpace, and all of those things. So, something else no. will come. So, it's just really whatever is out there, plugging that into um, the puzzle, really. So,
1: for sure, that makes sense. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another segment of Fix Your your Finances Friday, where each and every Friday we help you solve at least one thing as it pertains to your finances. So what I want you to do today is I want you to log into your employer's 401k dashboard and check the performance of your 401k. Most folks just said it and forget it, have no idea what's going on. And this is your retirement, right? This is going to be a large part of your retirement. So I want you to log in, check it out, see how it's doing. If you got questions about it, typically your employer is going to have a hotline or a number or someone that you can talk to. Reach out to them and say, hey, look, I want to better understand this. If you have a 401k at a previous employer, track that down, right? And then maybe consider rolling that over to a new provider or to your existing employer. If you need help with that, you can click the link in the show notes. We'd love to be a resource to you, but check on that 401k performance. That is your retirement money. Make sure you know what's happening, how it's doing, and make sure that you are on track to a successful retirement. So tell us about, I mean, you obviously have had a lot of experience in in entrepreneurship, service to other people, building this massive online platform, which we'll talk more about in a little bit. But like, tell me a little bit about like, what are some of the biggest lessons you learned? Um, Or what what are some of the lessons you've learned so far just being an entrepreneur, right? Because again, people look at the goods, the glam, the the money that you make, all the things that you're doing, the products, the services, but it's, it's a lot, right? So like, I'm curious, like, what are some of the lessons you you've learned that you can share with everybody that can maybe prevent someone else from making a mistake or help them understand that, like, if you want to get this money, you also got to get this work. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was just gonna say
0: that that's it. Like, one thing that I I had to learn, even in both businesses, like, work. It doesn't matter about your talent. Like, you could be very talented. You gonna have all the resources in the world, but if you don't put your work ethic, if you don't have work ethic or you don't put the work in, it's not going to just happen for you. So one thing that I learned was that, that the harder I worked, the more money I made, really. And the more I started putting systems in place, the more I was like okay with investing in my business and being okay to say, okay, hey, if I got to spend X amount of dollars to make X amount of dollars, I'm okay with it. So I think that's one thing um, as... First time entrepreneurs, a lot of people fear because they don't want to be burned or whatever. And you have to invest in business. Like, I have people in classes all the time. I tell them to get this program. They like $29 a month. I was like, 20. That I mean, is- that's nothing. I'm spending almost $3,500 on autom, you know, on tools. So, Pay your twenty five dollars because that can make you a, a extra thousand dollars. You know, so just mm. be able to invest in your business, put the work at the end, and just you know continue because it's not an easy journey. People look at where I am now and I, they're like, "Oh my gosh, how did you get here?" And I'm like, "This been seven eight years. You know, in the making. I've been when I got to Atlanta, I was broke. You know, so." I'm just now okay that you know I have a George and you know all of right. that. So, but this is not even the pinnacle of my success. So, yeah. you know, it's just a, a lot to you know. It's a lot more coming.
1: Yeah, a lot more coming. More on the way. <laughs> Millionaire <laughs> alert. <laughs> um, so you know, I she don't. She might not brag on herself a lot. I think I do a pretty good job, even if y'all don't realize I'm talking about her bragging about her. So on my podcast, she's going to get bragged on because y'all need to know what she out here doing. So when we first, when we first got connected, you know, her business was doing six figures, like she said, so she's not embellishing here. I, I was looking at the numbers and she told me like, you know, some of the things she wanted to do. And I don't know, for some reason, I don't always believe everybody when they say, because you can easily just say like, oh, I'm going to do a million. I'm going to get this money. But like, she told me and just something, maybe believe her. I don't know what it was. Cause I think our first call was our first several calls weren't zoom calls. Like she wouldn't, they were zoom, but the video wasn't those. So I couldn't see her expression, but just something about it made me believe that that it was going to happen. Right. So we, we decided to work together and quickly, very quickly, we went from six figure years to six figure months. So I have, it's kind of a double two part question, right? Part one of the question is what was it like mentally? to see your business evolve so rapidly? And I'll just, I'll start there. Like, let's just unpack that part of the question, right? Cause you literally, I won't say overnight, but like in a very short period of time, completely transformed your business. So like, what was it like to just wrap your head around that in real time?
0: Yeah, so it was crazy, <laughs> honestly, because just to put it in perspective, and this is not a brag by any any means. right? Um, December I made December before the twenty before um Christmas I made like fourteen thousand dollars I went to vacation whatever after Christmas and to the end of January I made about thirty then I went February made twenty eight March made thirty five April made fifty may made 100 june made it 138 and now we about at 126 right now in july so it was definitely a crazy transition because i wasn't expecting it you know it was more so like okay you know we making a little coins now me because I know I think I believe if nobody else believes in me I believe in me like I believe in me so much that I know that this is just the beginning like we're going to get to seven figure month you know and it's going to be an amazing feeling but even the day it's so funny I remember the day we hit six figures in May and my team was so excited they twerking on their heads we taking shots and I'm like alright back to work they like what I'm like we're not Done, you know, and so mm-hmm. then this month we did it three times because we always said, "Well, we don't do it three times; and it ain't mean nothing," you know. So we did it three times. They're like, "Okay, you know, you ready to celebrate now?" It's like, "Nah, back to work," you know. We got mm-hmm. the more money we make, the more money I spend.
1: Hey, that's 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 a fact. So that's a perfect segue into another point, right? You talked about making investments into your business. So and of course now that I'm a part of the team, you know we we talk about this and what makes sense and all that good stuff. But like, how do you how do you think about like quantifying those investments, right? Because what we can say is that even if we don't know the perfect formula, we do know that this year when is the year you probably made the most investments in your business between hiring a full team, bringing me on as an outsourced CFO to the to the to the check we just stroke for uh, kind of systems and automation stuff, like. And I mean, I don't know if there's like a perfect storm or like like, but what can you say? What what is your perspective on making investments in your business and how that translates to your growth?
0: So for me, I've always felt like if I've never been scared of a challenge. Like George, I will get on the zone with George. I'm like, George, I want to buy this company, George. I want to do this, and he be with it, you know. But I've always felt like if you like you're gonna win some, you're gonna lose some. I understand, even mm-hmm with my inventory, something in me, and maybe it's just, well, not maybe, I know it's just my God, I just know God got me, you know, at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. But even with my inventory, when UPS was going crazy and they couldn't find it, and that was $20,000 worth of inventory, I was like, it'll work itself out. Like we'll figure it out, or we'll have to buy some more. You know, like it's just I know that businesses comes with W's and they also comes with L's. You know, so it's just like I know that even the check we just had to write, which was the cute little coin, <laughs> that I know that that's going to be able to come back ten times fold because. I know what my business needs. And I tell people all the time, a lot of times people go and look for services or look for to buy things and they don't know what their business needs, but I knew what my business needed and I knew I didn't have the time to do it. So you have to make the investment to be able to do it.
1: ASAP, 100%. Yeah. We just seen so much growth just this year. So, I mean, again, I think one of the things we heard, I always talk about is the data, the data is like, right, like right now, things are growing so rapidly that it's like, we're adapting and trying to think about it in real time. But at some point um, in the near future, we're really going to try to create a formula to just really wrap our head around like, Oh, this is what drove that. And it's because one of the things she's really good at, she'll tell you, she'll humbly tell you. Cause I asked her, I'm like, so what was different? How did we go from 50 to hundred? Like, uh, I mean, we planned for it, but like, what happened? And she's like, we tried some stuff and you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it, 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 it worked. Right. And so what we do want to get to the point where it's like, it's so dialed in that we know we can just turn this lever and, know that this is what it's gonna do, but in real time, I think the lesson there is, don't wait to have everything figured out, right? Like if she waited to say, well, you know, I'm not gonna turn on the ads or buy the inventory until we can quantify 100% that we gonna sell out, then she wouldn't be having six figure months, right? And it's part of it is strategy, but the other part of it is intuition and just betting on yourself and knowing that there's gonna be some W's, right? There might be some learning lessons. We'll call the L's learning lessons instead of losses. What's up, guys? George Achenpong here, founder of the Melanin Million Movement. Did you guys know that the Melanin Million Movement is on a mission to help 100,000 people of color invest their first or next $1,000 in the stock market, effectively creating $100 million of new wealth among people of color? If you haven't heard about it, head over to melaninmoney.com. Check out the Get Started page. There's also some great apparel on the site. To help you spread the word without having to say a thing. But well, yeah, no, that's that's cool. So you transition from a kind of a coaching, or excuse me, a service-based business, right? Working behind the scenes to coach or well, coaching/slash digital products, right? Now in that transition, what did, it, what did it teach you about business in terms of like scalability, right? I know you talked about this broadly a little bit earlier, but just I'm curious because, you know, I, I, I kind of like what I do because I'm able to support folks like you and, and see you win, which is phenomenal. But I do know that you can build a business where you don't have to like work with people in a one-on-one capacity. So I'm curious on like what you learned about business through your transition of working with people one-on-one Versus creating this scalable model where you can serve and impact so many people.
0: For me, it was, I knew that I could only handle so many clients at one time. And after, like, after, like I said, I went through that rocky phase in 2019 during the summer, I was like, okay, let me just try something different. And I know that this is going to work. And I know I'm going to be able to reach more people. So I do know with digital products, you're able to reach the world you know, with products period, physical, digital, whatever, you can reach the world with with my service, I can only do so much. And it's funny to me when I think about, um, when I first decided to do marketing and I drew out my office, (laughs) I drew a picture of my office, and I just, it was like eight different floors and it was a glass building and each floor was a different phase of marketing that you would go on. And so it was just so funny to me cause I'm like, I would never do that now. You know, like this is not, like I think one day I may open my marketing firm back up but right now it's just too good over here, you know? It's so too
1: I, good, there's the sleeping bag. <laughs> Oh, that sleeping bag. You know, I love it. It's I, I love it. It's
0: that sleeping bag money. I, when you get to the point where you can print money, it's just like, it's all. All you got to do is press the button and you
1: can get some coins. It's like, okay. Press a button and get some coins. You got to love it. Um, so now we, let's talk a little bit of tactics, right? I know you have on live. What? I feel like daily, just about. I do. And I be peeking in there just to like, be funny i'll be like i'll be cheering her on but um my question is so what are some of your favorite like marketing strategies and i know you you got like a thousand right but if we had to pick a couple for the podcast what are some of like maybe some uncommon or maybe they're common and people just don't think about it marketing strategies that have helped you sell out because everything like she started carrying physical products recently and it's always been sold out, right? So we didn't have any concern. Oh my gosh, somebody sitting on all this inventory. So I'm just curious of like, what are some of your strategies like that you love when it comes to marketing online? I do love going on live.
0: Like live is prop- because I do love people, and it's so funny because. It- Adriana, the me in person, I don't like people. Like I'm I'm shy. I'm very shy. So it's crazy that um in on live I just have this bubbly personality. I almost make a switch. Like my boyfriend always say, like, that is not you, like it's not your personality at all. But I just love going on live because I'm able to connect with people and I'm able to talk to them and I remember their usernames, they DM me. And I think one, The first strategy I would say is just being able to make a connection with my audience. Like, I genuinely know what they do. Like, I could say usernames, what their kids' names are, what, what their husbands do. Like, I genuinely get in their business. And it helps me be able to create things for them, but also recommend things and tell them, okay, hey, you really don't need this. You need to go here, you know, kind of thing. that would be my first favorite strategy another one is i am a data junkie like i love analytics i love numbers because it it just makes sense to me and a lot of times that's where um entrepreneurs kind of stray away from because they don't like they feel like it's overwhelming so one thing for me was creating my million dollar plan and being able to see like okay if i did If I want to sell a hundred thousand dollars worth of inventory then I need to reach 400,000 people you know like just being able to see that and say okay what do I need to do to get there so I love creating a plan and then the other one would be creating content on Instagram. I, I just, it's so much fun coming up with the different ideas, the campaigns. I tell people all the time, regardless of what you sell, you should always be in a campaign. Like you, you should always have this strategy because my strategies don't change. I li- we literally do the same thing every month. <laughs>
1: you just wrap it in a campaign.
0: Yeah, it's just, you know, we just, it's different. Like, it's a different campaign. It's a different way we're presenting it, but it's the same strategy. I'm still going live. I'm going to still run ads. I'm going to still do my email marketing. Like, it's the same thing. So, one would be um creating campaigns for and content for Instagram.
1: You know, it's funny you say that because I, I say the same thing to people in, 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 a, in a similar way. So, people always think you got to have all these streams of revenue. And there's nothing wrong with streams of revenue, right? But it's like, really it's about revenue campaigns, right? So you can have a few core streams, but how many different ways can you position that stream? So for example, let's take me, for example, on the investing side, right? So investment advisory revenue is one stream of revenue, right? But when we do Black Wealth Friday in November, that's a campaign. When we do no 401k left behind, that's a campaign, right? When we do equity maximization strategy on when you're buying your next house, what should you do with them? Like all of that is just a way to reposition the same stream. So I want y'all to kind of take that away because sometimes you guys think y'all have to do more, or the thing we just laughed about the other day, you have to put so much dip on your chip. (laughs) In In order to win, and you don't have to. You just gotta be creative with how you reposition and repurpose the stuff that you already have.
0: I literally just had a live about this the other day when I said that y'all got too much dip on your chip. And I said, a lot of people feel like to be a millionaire, you know, you hear, oh, you need seven streams of income. But all those streams can go into the same pun. Like if you're a hairstylist, You. you you know, be behind the chair. You can have products. You can license out your products. You can have wholesale products. You can have a membership. Like all of these are different types. Of strings of income
1: that's pertaining to being a hairstylist. You don't have to have hair, do clothes, have candles, have only fans. Like you don't have to do all of that just to have, have OnlyFans, Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's hilarious. Now you're right, though. You're right though. Like it's really about like alignment, right? Like you can do multiple things. They just need to all feed into one each one another because then you're basically creating your own pipeline. Right. So it's like if I know it's almost like if I build houses it might make sense for me to own a company or have a a sell refrigerators, right? It might make sense. I know you gonna have, you gonna need a refrigerator. It's like, what are the different things I know my customer needs, which goes back to her million dollar plan. It's like, what is it that I know they're gonna need? And then at that point, you're literally just laying the runway. for It's just gonna make sense. Like, oh yeah, I do need this. I mean, she helped me get my marketing together. Of course I need a planner, right? So it's just like, but you gotta think, you gotta take some time to sit down and map that out. And that's one thing she will do is she will map some. Now she might write it on paper and expect me to try to translate it. But uh, she will, she will plan it out. So being that you work with so many entrepreneurs, up and coming side hustlers, you know, all that good stuff. Like, what are some of the things that you see that hold back a lot of folks from success? I'm just curious. I'm pretty sure it's a simple answer, but like, what do you see? Because you have so much exposure to people giving you excuses, really. Um, what do you see as some common things that hold people back from taking their business to the next level? They
0: hold themselves <laughs> back, honestly, because people feel like it's going to be easy. And I tell people all the time, it's, it, I'm probably not supposed to tell people this, but if you not, you don't have to be an entrepreneur, like just to have wealth, just to make money, you don't have to have a business. And that goes against everything that I'm teaching. But if you're not made for this, you're not made for this. And it's it's hard, like this is a hard industry or a hard um, career to even have. So one thing I noticed in my classes that I have to even like, fussed at people about like, why didn't you do your work? Like, why would you spend this money on this class and not do it? Like, don't do me no favors. Actually, let me refund you because you're not even taking your business seriously. And don't buy nothing else until you you do, you know? So I think people just don't feel like they have the time because we make a lot of excuses oh my kids my husband my dog my fish my mama you know like we make a lot of excuses but at the end of the day we have to do if we say we want this you know we got to kind of put the work in so every single time it leads back to them why they're not doing everything because i tell people as an entrepreneur it's different when you're working a nine to five you report to somebody so your manager is going to come to you like why you didn't do this? Why you didn't wash the dishes? Why you didn't do this? But not, uh, as an entrepreneur, nobody's coming to you. Nobody's knocking on your door to tell you you need to go post on Instagram or count your inventory or do marketing or what nobody's telling you that. So you have to have that in you and that, that urge to do it for yourself.
1: Facts on facts on facts. <laughs> All right, so you have done some amazing stuff this year. Uh, we're just over the halfway point. Um, for the, which is crazy that this year is flying by. But, I mean, it, it, and, I, and, I, and I hate to say it because I don't ever want to sound insensitive because I know that, you know, there are people that have, are probably having a challenging year, maybe you have lost loved ones, maybe you got laid off. But for you and I, I mean, I think I can speak for both of us. This is about the best year ever, right? Um, and so I'm just curious with so much greatness that has already happened, what are you most excited about, uh, for the rest of the year?
0: I mean, it's, it is crazy that even in a pandemic, this could be the year you make the most amount of money. It's almost like, dang, I, COVID is kind of getting on my nerves, but I'm making money, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so, hey, come
1: back, COVID. Come back no, <laughs> no, um,
0: it's crazy, but um, I'm really just excited to see. The um business unfold and what's everything. What else we're going to do? Like I was telling you in our meeting the other day. Like, dang, I'm 26 and I'm I have employees, like not contractors, like real employees, giving them benefits and 401ks. Like this is nuts, you know. So it's just like seeing where the business is going to go from here. Um, but I'm really excited about the studio um, and just everything coming with that, and just everything. I know
1: I'm excited about Black Friday too. <laughs> yeah, I go Black Friday's gonna be stupid. Yeah, um, but but let's let's uh, let's let's back up a little bit because you said it, but p- people probably don't know what, what it is. You said you're excited about the studio, so tell us about the studio. What is that? I'm excited about it too. I'm about to be getting get my content back. I and- mean, I am gonna be in the. I'm gonna be all up in the vault you know what I'm saying, um, with, my, with my with my money phone, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> can't
0: wait till George come down
1: here, so. Uh, yeah, so, tell, tell us about what, what, what it's all about, what, what that is.
0: So, um, I have a content studio in the works. Um, I've been actually working on this project since March 2019. And it's been a roller coaster, but it is now just, you know, getting ready. You know, it's almost ready for lunch. But I'm doing a content studio, which has about 10 different sets in the studio here in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, Each set will be different themes. So we have a money vault, which is why George said that we have a jail cell. We have a private jet. um, We got a Chanel store. We got, you know, a bodega, all of those things. But each one is available to be able to make content so i just knew once again aligning your revenue streams i knew that this was a amazing opportunity and i knew that this was for my business because i love creating content and when i was doing it in my marketing firm i created some dope content and people always still ask me to this day like can you help me create my content so this is going to be my way of helping people from business owners to artists to film you know to be able to create
1: good content awesome awesome I'm excited about that as well and you know this is the uncensored podcast right so I cannot I'd be remiss if I didn't finish off by asking you what does it mean to you to live life uncensored
0: okay so I guess I would say um, just to keep going, like don't let anything stop you. One thing I learned in my business um, model that it worked for me to be myself. So mm. I have to, be anybody else. I could be uncensored. I cuss on my lives. I, you know, I listen to Young dolphin and G- Gotti and Gucci Mane. Like I could, you know, show that side of me, and I didn't have to transform into somebody else to make money. Which is what I thought I had to do: be a polished marketer, wear heels all the time. You know, like so. Being uncensored for me is to just be me, genuinely, genuinely myself.
1: Hey, couldn't, couldn't have said it any better myself. Of course, we will uh, drop all your information in the show notes. But before we go, two things. Number one, um, is there any program, offer, anything that you think everybody should know about that you got out right now that we can include in the show notes? Because that's why going to listen to it And they're like, oh, I need to tap in with my race. She got all the gems. So what do you have out right now that people should tap into?
0: next month, we actually have our restock of the planner that you were talking about. I dropped my book, Insta Millionaire, which is a book of telling you how to make six figures with Instagram. And then we have the planner, which is a content planner. It starts you off with coming up with the name of your business, your target audience, um, doing all those business things, and then helping you plan your content for the next six months. So that um, actually, it sells out very quickly, but it will be available on August 25th so tap in come to the website and put your number in or your email so you can get a text message or a email to let you know when the planner drops and the day of the first person that checks out I'm actually going to be giving $500 away.
1: Wow that's dope I should probably don't even care because I joke about it all the time I was like only only in the internet marketing world can you tell people how you' gonna make money off them and you make and you still make money off of them so let me let me let me see if my guess is right right here's here's where the is going I'm gonna get out of the away everybody gonna rush when when they see that it's open because they, they just think that they're going to have a chance to be number one. And because of that, your sales volume is going to go crazy early. So $500 is going to be a drop in the bucket. We got to go. I, I'm, I'm I'm about to get into marketing because this is insane. Um, but now, thank you so much for uh, hopping on the show. This was fun, as always. I appreciate the gems. And y'all, thank you for tuning in. Until the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to an episode of The Uncensored Show. Take at least one thing you heard today and apply it to your life immediately so that you can become one step closer to living a more meaningful and fulfilling life and aligning your resources to what matters most to you. Remember, money is just a resource to fuel your journey. The question is, what's yours?